0: This Torah class is brought to you by torahanytime.com. Pasha Zachary Mos, Kedoshim, Tav Shem Pe'alaf. In Pashas Kedoshim, towards the beginning, in your test, the Apostle of Zion, the Apostle tells us, You should rebuke your friend. You see a friend doing something wrong, you should rebuke him. Don't just walk away. The Gemara asks, what's the double Lushen? Why does it say, Why does it why do say it twice? And the Gemara, and Bab Mitzia, Lamed Alph, Lamed Alph tells us that even a hundred times you have to rebuke him. You see your friend doing something wrong, you told him, the next day he's doing the same thing, you tell him again. The next day he's doing it wrong again, you tell him again. Even a hundred times you keep on telling him. Why? Because he's doing something wrong, you have to tell him. That's the double usher, Now, there are many people who adore this mitzvah. They love this mitzvah. They love nothing more than going around finding fault with people and then telling them they're doing something wrong. The icing on the cake? The icing on the cake is a double ushen. Even a hundred times, that's the best part. They get to go and tell everybody how much wrong they are doing. Then we continue on the Pasik. The losisa But you should not bear a sin because of him. What does it mean you should not bear a sin because of him? And Rashi explains, well, is pun of, Don't embarrass him in public. As the Sikharim explained, Rashi's telling us, Yes, you have to rebuke him. But do it kindly. Do it gently. Definitely not in public. Do it in a way that he won't get embarrassed when you tell him. So now a person may have a dilemma. The person really wants to do the first part of the mitzvah. He wants to rebuke and give criticism to people. The problem is, he knows he's going to do it in a way it's not going to come across so nicely. And then he's going to have the problem of So what should this person do? He wants to do the first part. He wants to do the rebuking. But he's scared of the second part of lov What should he do? Maybe I should just play it safe and just walk away. That won't work either. You can't just walk away. The Gemara on Shabbos tells us, kolmi on Shabbos on the Nun, Beso. anyone who's able to criticize people of his household for doing something wrong, Velo and they don't protest, they don't say something, Alanche he will get punished for their of heroes. Why? Because you could have stopped them and you didn't stop them. You can't just ignore it. The and Shabbos tells us, the and tells us, that Eliyakoheh, saw so, Chana daving drunk, that's what he thought she was doing, and he went over and he criticized her. Omer Abel Azar, from here we see, you see your friend doing something improper, you have to say something, you have to protest against that. And Tosis over there explains, don't we already know this from our Pasuk, and Tosas explains, yes, that's when they're doing something wrong, midoraisa. They're doing a sin on a vera. Here, all you saw was someone doing something, she'en hagan, not proper. Even now you see, even someone's doing something not proper, you have to go and say something. So what's this person to do now? How's he supposed to go and take care of this, do the criticism, without getting, without getting the, without getting the vera? So perhaps with that, we can read the next pasik. The famous words, <laughs> You should love your fellow Jew as you love yourself, Ani Hashem. And Rashi brings, Om Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva, Zeh G'adol B'Torah. This is a tremendous rule in the Torah. Tremendous concept in the Torah. Mufarshim <coughs> asks, what does it mean, Zeh G'adol B'Torah? Just say, Zeh G'adol. What does you mean, Zeh G'adol B'Torah? Everything, every mitzvah is B'Torah. What does it mean, Zeh G'adol B'Torah? And the Svarm explained, that if you want to keep the Torah properly, you have to keep the Torah with the rule of the Torah is that everything should be done and if you keep that in mind, then you can do these mitzvahs properly. How does that work? What does that mean? Which means first you have to go and love your fellow Jew. You have to make sure in your heart you love your fellow Jew. You have to make sure that you are reproving him because you love him you're criticizing because you love him. You want him to stop doing what he's doing because you don't want him to be in trouble. You don't want him to end up in the wrong place. You don't want him to walk down a bad path. Once you have that love, you have the haf to then you can go over and then you can criticize him. And then he'll accept it from you. Rebchanan Vasem in Zechit Salam already gave us a litmus test. He tells about the housekeeper and the mouse. A housekeeper sees a mouse... In his house, in her house, and she shrieks and she runs after it, chases it, tries to kill it, tries to get rid of it. The cat also sees a mouse and starts chasing it. Ask Reb what's the difference between the housekeeper who chases a mouse and the cat who chases a mouse, besides for the shrieking of the housekeeper? And the answer, of course, is, is that the housekeeper would love nothing more than no mice showing up at all. A mouse shows up, she has no choice, she wants to get rid of it, she can't handle it here in the house. The cat, on the other hand, would love for more mice to come, the more mice to marry her, because he wants to chase the cat, he wants to catch the cat. How do you feel when you see somebody doing something wrong? Do you feel like the housekeeper, or do you feel like the cat? If you feel like the housekeeper, where you see someone doing something wrong and it bothers you, you wish you wouldn't see it, you wish it wouldn't be happening, you can go over and give that person to haha if you're like the cat, however, that you're looking around trying to find somebody doing something wrong so you can go over and criticize them, you're the wrong person. You still have to work on the next pasuk before you work on this pasuk. You first have to work on your before you can go and give the person rebuke. Because if you give the person rebuke because you care about them, you love them so much, you only want their good, that words, those words will come out in a way that the person would be willing to accept your rebuke. And you would not embarrass a person because you're doing it with Many years ago, Rav Rami Yeshua Heschel, the Kapitian Tzareba, was walking to the Mikvah early Shabbos morning. He was walking together with Rav Yaakov Greenwald. When they came to the Mikvah, on the corner before the Mikvah, there were two Jews, two teenagers standing there, and they were smoking. The Rebbe walks by and the Rebbe says out loud to them, cheerfully, Good Shabbos. And then quietly he says to them, Perhaps you forgot that today is Shabbos, which is probably why you're smoking. You forgot it's Shabbos. The boys look at him and say, Rabbi, this is America. M Y O B. That's right, M Y O B. Mind your own business. But Yaakov Greenwald got very angry, but before he could say anything, the Kapishan Tzarev held onto his hand, and he turned to the boys, and he says, tell me something. We're standing on East Broadway now, busy street in Manhattan. If somebody would be crossing the street, and a truck would come and hit him, and drive over him, and he'd be lying on the floor, blood gushing out. What would you do? I'd run and call an ambulance, and I'd go over there and see what I can do to help him. So the Rebbe said, what happened to MYOB? What happened to minding your own business? It's America. Before the vacher can answer anything, before the teenagers can answer anything, the Rebbe looks at them and says, I'll tell you why. Because you are a good person. And you're standing there, a good person cannot watch another human being bleed out. You have to do something. There's no such thing mind your own business when the person is bleeding out. He said, well, I see your neshama. And as a fellow Jew, I can't stand by idly and watch your Neshama bleed out. And that's why I tried to help and say that today is Shabbos. And the boys were quiet and the Rebbe and the Riyach of Greenwald continued on to the Mikvah. The next Shabbos, the Rebbe was going to the Mikvah again with the Riyach of Greenwald and on that block in the same place the two teenagers were standing. The Rebbe walks by and once again the Rebbe says, Get And the two boys look at the Rebbe and say, Get Rabbi, look, we're not smoking. We're not smoking the Shabbos. And the Rebbe gave him a big smile. And for the next few weeks, every time the Rebbe walked, those two boys made sure to be there. And they told the Rebbe, Look, we're not smoking. And ultimately, those two boys returned. Because more important than a to before you do that, is to make sure you have the haftal riacha kemocha. Have a wonderful Shabbos.